liberty, peace, freedom, these things, they cost a lot. They're very valuable. That's why people are always trying to steal them or destroy them. Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Virtue Signal. I'm Bill Whittle with my friend Alfonso Rachel, and this is a show where we try to talk a little bit about, you know, I get the idea by now. Um, <laughs> uh, so sometimes I'll come up with an idea for a show that I think to myself, this is great because this is something I can just wind Zoe up on and just tee him off. Off he goes. Um, because I learn a lot from you. So what I want to talk about today is the idea of sacrifice. Uh, that is a term like genius and hero that has been significantly downgraded over the course of the years. But I think what I'm trying to get through here is, you know, the idea that, well, you know, I got the soy latte when I asked for almond milk. Those are the kind of sacrifices I have to make, you know, that, that kind of thing. Because the idea of sacrifice... It seems to me in its original term and in its most noble term, it, it needs two parts. It needs to be voluntary, mm -hmm. and it also needs to be, I don't know how else to put it, it needs to be your best stuff, not, not the, you know, your best stuff, right? Biblically, that seems to be what I've, what I've learned. And, um, and I don't see a whole lot of actual genuine sacrificing going on these days. You think that's mm. fair? Man, and, and you know, I think that the the fairness narrative pushed by being fair to people. That's a strange thing about this. Uh, this uh, I don't really see, even say woke culture. That's just something that's been around for a long time. The collectivist minded, that's just how they promote fairness, by being unfair to other people. But the people that we're being unfair to, they, can, they deserve it and they can afford it. You know, and you see a lot of this push for sacrifice, push for other people to sacrifice. That's the thing. That's not sacrifice. <laughs> That's not sacrifice. And and even right now, man, we're seeing people made it, you know, made to sacrifice ability to breathe free air. So you, you should be willing to make a sacrifice. Do it for your neighbor. Be your brother's keeper and all that sort of. Wear a mask, and you know, people are having to sacrifice their jobs or even sacrifice their businesses and and um, sacrifice. Uh, I guess they're they're seeing in the culture. I think uh, one of the biggest sacrifices that's being made. Uh, I, I, I'll, try, I'll try not to get too far in the weeds oh, here, ahead. but I mean, if we're, if, if we're going to talk about a gross example of making somebody else sacrifice, the whole, like, say, for instance, the white narrative, like people have said, oh, we have to stop white supremacy. And like I said, this this is the biggest supremacy that's from the Democrat Party as it is. But the thing is, they're being charged with having to sacrifice their supremacy. You know, we, we have to end white supremacy. If, if, mm -hmm. if You got to stop being less white. So we're supposed to sacrifice, make this sacrifice. That really doesn't, there's, there's no point to this as it is. Basically, what you're saying is you're superior That's while right. rejecting That's right. the idea that we're superior. But we, you know, nobody else can be racist. Only white people can be racist because white people are the ones with the power to be racist. Well, that would be white supremacy now, wouldn't it? But, however, we want yeah, you to it. sacrifice that. No, I do. I completely okay. get it. It's like, um, it's like, I don't, 
how <laughs> dare you say you're, you're, you're better than I am? So I'm telling you to stop acting better than I am. Seems to me that you should be acting better yourself. That would be the best response to it, you know, would be, would be for you to be able to improve yourself. That was so I keep coming back to him again mm. and again and again. That was Booker T. Washington's entire idea was that was that he was going to train black Americans to be able to not only compete, but to be able to outcompete in the marketplace. And with that comes the self-esteem and the self-respect and all the rest of it, which is the opposite of what you're talking about just now. But a sacrifice let's talk about sacrifice in the, in the biblical sense, right? You've got people who are not surrounded by iPads and iPhones and you know Netflix. Uh. The idea that you would voluntarily or willingly burn not only some of the limited stuff you had, but presumably the no. best stuff you had, puts you in a position of humility and respect and gratitude, doesn't it? In, in, in a very, very tangible way. You would really feel it in, in, a, in that kind of a sacrifice. Definitely, but we'll see. And the reason why I kind of went off into the weeds on that one is because when we talk about sacrifice, one has to, has to know what is a redeemable sacrifice. I mean, we, we talk about sacrifice and it's a good, but it has to have some kind of foundation of what, how to discern what is actually a good sacrifice. The first fruits of your offer, the first fruits of your crops, the first fruit, you know, the, these kinds of things. However, when we think about what is the best thing you can offer, well, a person can can have it in their mind. Well, the the first thing I can offer as a sacrifice is my firstborn child. And throughout history, you do have people who make those sacrifices because somehow they think they're going to benefit from it. They'll get a bountiful harvest, or somehow they're going to get a favor. Oh, that's from, interesting. Yeah, gonna, it's not it's not actually sacrifice. It's more like a bribe. Right, right. And these are things. Now, one one would think, well. Ridiculous. Who would serve such gods? Who would who would make who would follow such statutes to appease a God that says, you know, you you do this and and you'll get favor, even if it means. And how much favor do you want? How much do you want? Is that favor and power to you worth your firstborn child? Pass the kid through the fire there, pilgrim. You know, so we have those. But at the same time, we have people who worship people. Like, say, for instance, Mao Tung. You got Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson has a tattoo of Mao Tung on his arm yeah. and Mao murdered over six million people. So we do have people who will idolize the cruelty of authority. Yes, they do. So when you have these sacrifices that would be made by people, you got to have the idea of a right kind of sacrifice, you know, and, and God puts in statutes. It's like, look. Getting into whole the, the sacrifice, that's a whole nother lesson. But God makes a decision. Like, even when he says, hey, Abraham, son mm -hmm. up the hill, kill him, right? Now, God does this for, for, for really quick. He does this for a reason. And, and I, Abraham knew it. That's why Abraham, knowing what he had to do, says, yeah, me and my son are going up the hill, but we will be right back. He didn't say, I'll be right back. He said, we'll be right back, right? He knew what the deal was. And the thing is, I knew what, what the deal was, too. It's a testament to everybody else. Number one, God does not accept human mm. sacrifice unless it's be himself. I, he does not accept human. That's a between him and other gods. I, so 
Abraham in his, in his obedience made that testimony to everybody else with that action. Like he said, him and his son came right back. In modern society, it seems to me the only people that I have come in contact with who made actual sacrifices, genuine sacrifices, like I say, not the kind of I wanted soy latte, uh, are, are uh, veterans, are, are people who um, have, uh, have lost limbs, eyesight, both burned, badly burned, and their wives and their parents. Um, Saving Private Ryan was based on an actual event in World War II where five brothers were serving on board the same ship and the ship uh, went down and they all five died. She lost five sons at the same time, uh, called the Sullivans. They were the Sullivans. In fact, they named a destroyer the Sullivans, USS the Sullivans. That hurt. That was a high, high price to pay. And I've met many um, veterans who have paid, if, if not that, that exact price, have certainly sacrificed a great deal for this country, for my personal safety, for your personal safety, for the personal safety of the people watching this. There are men who have gone out there and left arms and legs and eyes and skin out there, and a bunch of them who left everything out there and not the least of which in many cases is they left their sanity out there too. All for us. And, and to me, in this entire dynamic of sacrifice, if you don't respect it and, and, it, and acknowledge it and have gratitude for it, then it's meaningless. The, the sacrifice of the Sullivans got the attention of the world because it was such an enormous blow to the parents that they had given up so much and they'd done it for the country because we were locked in a in a existential battle against forces of genuine evil and everybody knows when you when you sign up for the military but in, in World War II especially you got a real good chance of not coming back well all five of them didn't come back and and we talk some of us anyway talk about this today because of the magnitude of what that person lost and why they lost it, the, the, the mother, for example. Not only what did she lose, what did she sacrifice, but what was the result of the sacrifice? What, what is it that we should be grateful for? Well, she sacrificed her five children so we could win the war. And this aspect of, of, not, of not acknowledging genuine sacrifice, of not being aware of what the sacrifice was for, and certainly not having the, the gratitude to thank people who've made those kind of sacrifices, all of this is, is a sign of a society that's not doing as well as it should. If we were aware of these things, we would all be much better people. Indeed, man. And, and that's the thing about it. See, this, this is a war. And that's where, you know, Jesus himself, you know, he, there was no... There was no draft exemption for the royalty of Jesus himself. And up to it was voluntary. As he says, I've given him myself freely. He wasn't made to do it per se. And when he went to the cross, didn't go there as basically just, you know, some helpless person who was picked out of a crowd to go be sacrificed. He was sacrificed as a soldier. 
died in a war. He basically threw he, he, he threw himself over a grenade for us. This was always going to be, and people wonder, was a why, but why? Why do you eat? Why does there even have to be a sacrifice, even a sacrifice of animals and all that and all that and whatnot? Because as we've seen, in order for us, liberty, peace, freedom, these things, they cost a lot. They're very valuable. That's why people are always trying to steal them or destroy them. Because it's just very valuable. And how valuable would it be to us, Bill? Bill I, you know, we've talked about this before, but just to remind folks, how valuable would it be? What would be the price that somebody would be willing to pay for war from the world? To, re to remove famine, we're going to remove option. I, we want this stuff removed. Well, what, what price would you pay? How high is the price for that? Would it be the price of your own life? Okay, that might be a start. Ah, oh, but there's a higher price. What about the reform? So we get back to that. But like we said, God doesn't accept human sacrifice unless it's going to be himself. And that's why the Lord was like, look, don't do this, man, because I know how this goes. You will die. And I shouldn't have to lecture you in that. But I don't you understand the sacrifice is going to have to be made here. You will die. And if you think for a second, you will understand that your descendants will also die. Will your descendants die? Die die for what you did because of what you have introduced in the world. You have given death dominion over. Death was not supposed to have dominion over you, but now it is. Got to come and make the sacrifice of that. Now you know what it is to know good and evil. That thing, that, that was classified information, son. You weren't supposed to know that. That was so a, that's a, no it's an indication of just how important that that actually was. That actually was. And now, now we see the ultimate sacrifice. Now you know good. Because you're going to see the goodness in God of that went to pay. Dude, I'm immortal, dude. I don't die. But now I got to come of you. Hey, that's the bonus, I guess, of you getting to die now is I'm going to descend from you and I'm going to have to make the ultimate sacrifice. So now you know the goodness and now you know the evil that I know because you can't pay for it. Somebody else is being made pay for that for you. That's evil. You put somebody else in it. You somebody into the position now you know the evil that i know and now you know the goodness that yeah I know. and so it, dealing with uh, with jesus it's it's like it's very difficult to it's very difficult to weigh the extent of the sacrifice without mm -hmm. weighing the horrible manner in which he died mm -hmm. uh, Crucifixion, of course, anybody has a pretty good idea. You don't hammering nails through your wrists and into your feet and you know, not much fun. In other words, what I'm saying is if like Socrates, if, if Jesus had just kind of laid down in bed and, and drank hemlock, you know, and just quietly <laughs> gone to sleep, the the power would have been gone. There would have not there would not have been anything like the emotional impact of what had to be given up in order to get this other thing. Sure, man. And, and the thing is, the crucifixion was very public. It was very brutal, right? We, we know that. But there's a reason. It's just like you said. It could be something where it could be so obscure, uh, just laying in the bed and just, I'm going to go ahead and drink down, right? The sacrifice was, but that's why the animal sacrifices were so bloody. That's why they had to be bled out and their blood poured around because that's a certificate of death. You know that animal is dead, right? The priest would come and lay its hand on this animal. This animal is going to die. This animal's blood is going to be spilled. 
So when you look at Jesus on that card, it's like, dude, there's no way he's coming back from that. This dude is bled out, right? So fashion that which he's dead, he's hung up there naked. There was no modesty. They didn't put a loincloth or anything on that. He was naked because that way you knew that that one is just, and two, that's a Jew because Romans, they didn't allow for the Jews to um, perform executions. Jews did it anyway to go out stoning people, but it was against the law, right? But nobody could say, well, Jesus wasn't really sacrificed because it was against Roman law. It's like, no, he was naked. Why? So you would know that he was a Jew. So all those things is very public. That way the witness, the witnesses who were there say, yeah, man, we saw this guy. There ain't no way he's coming back from that. No way. They meant it to me, was gone for three days. Wounds and stuff like that. He gonna rot real fast. He came back, right? So that's the sacrifice. God went through all of that to make this sacrifice, to make it very clear. There is no way that you could question that this guy died. He was not an imposter. There was nothing. Yeah. There's no way that you could fake Big this. spear in the side. Was, yeah, so. Satisfied now? Yeah, all that. So, and see, even right, even all the way down to the tail of the spear in the side. That way, the, the bride can be. Uh, 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 can come to pass. It's like, okay, I fear to the rib. A very public display so you can say, okay, uh, I really can't deny this. Am I just a in about it or oh, maybe consider what's going on here. Sacrifice. One would have to make a sacrifice of their own impression of things and be like, okay, maybe I should, you know, maybe just consider this. Seems to me that the one thing that, that I get at the end of every one of these shows is is just an enhanced appreciation and gratitude for the things that we take for granted. And without question, that's the main uh, objective of this show is to try to talk about things to remind you as as they remind us, we're all guilty of this, that there are important things out there, that there are that there are things that matter that we don't spend enough time thinking about to our detriment as individuals and as a society. These insights, for what they're worth, uh, and I think they're worth a lot, are made possible by the paying members of BillWhittle.com. If you'd like to join us and help support us, be a citizen producer, keep these messages coming, we certainly could use your help and we need it. So you can just head over to BillWhittle.com. I think there's a link below. Or if you want to make a one-time donation, that helps as well. Thank you very much for joining us. We'll see you next time right here on The Virtue City. (music) 